Hello, everybody. We are here for my podcast, Anne-Marie.Life. And I have a very, very special guest, a dear friend of mine, Suzanne Fusilier, who is going to talk about regret. And what she has to say is absolutely worth noticing. The idea with regret came about from a fellow podcaster who is going to do a seminar on it. And it kind of started we all are thinking about regret more because it's something that came up in discussion. So welcome, Suzanne. And thank you so much for coming aboard. Oh, you're most welcome, Anne-Marie. I'm glad to help you out with this interesting subject. Please proceed introducing yourself because you know a lot more about yourself than I do related to this subject. Okay. Um, I've been involved with holistic healthcare for almost uh, 50 years now. I actively practiced as a chiropractic doctor in movement therapy and therapeutic massage, where I combined Eastern as well as traditional Western techniques in the sessions for people. And that also included a background in uh, utilizing mindfulness uh, therapy approach to resolve people's issues. So regret is a very common experience and can be very challenging. If not handled well, it can be quite disruptive to people's well-being and their health uh, throughout all their life. Regret itself, I believe, is an intellectual process where We have an experience and we compare it to our internal organizational thought about uh, something being right or wrong or good or bad. So as we go through the intellectual process of evaluation, considering an action of ours or a lack of action, um, an experience of ours or a yearning for an experience, regret is a very powerful mechanism that our brain uses in order to facilitate future well-being. Regret does not happen in the future. It's really a byproduct of something that's already in the past. And therein lies an important key to how we can best process and experience regret. Because there's really a, a spectrum that you could say regret is on or two faces there can be a very constructive aspect to regret and there can also be an extremely destructive aspect to regret. The destructive aspect is when enter into a position or a thought coupled with the feelings of uh, such things as anger and upset and stress um, where we are regretting either our action or inaction and we are comparing it to our current standards. So there's a mixing of the past with the present. There's a looking back on what's happened or not happened. And we come away with a conclusion that we've error or we did something bad or wrong. I'm bringing up all these terminologies to a lot of people's individual experience of regret. Specifically, when it's destructive, it's going to yield a lot of stress response mechanisms in the body, all of which go towards um, being harmful 
in terms of our health and well-being. The destructive aspect is when we start that long list of should have, would have, could have, and we never get off the list. We cycle it or recycle it. We repeat it over and over. Kind of like what we will do sometimes in a moment of madness if we have a hangnail. And instead of being kind to ourselves and putting some soothing oil on it or some antibiotics, something topical and therapeutic and wrap it up in a Band-Aid, instead we work at it. Like picking at a scab. We go over and over and over the thing we regretted. We don't access the useful part of regret if we're doing the destructive part of regret. Instead, we're you could even use the phrase self-flagellation. We're beating ourselves up. We're repeating in our mind, which then impacts our feelings, our body functions. We've made a mistake. This is something I encourage people to move through or past. Because you can do that with paying attention, with becoming mindful, and addressing the issue or the experience or the lack of something that you are generating regret over. We can take that experience and move it from destructive, stress-inducing, into constructive. And when we use regret in a constructive fashion, we're making comparisons, we're cutting ourselves some slack, we're not, we're allowing some grace, we're forgiving ourselves for the error, the mistake, and we're moving forward with a commitment to apply the insight we've gained through the experience of regret so that we can guarantee ourselves an element of hope that in the future, we will not repeat the experience. And so that's the constructive side of regret. That's what's important for people to use regret to address the patterns of behavior or activities or lack thereof and make a correction. Actually make a change in your life. When you do that, you free yourself up from that picking of the scab, metaphorically speaking, or the flailing of our mind, negative thoughts and images, blown it or made an error or made a mistake, caused ourselves a loss. And this applies also into our relationships or our interactions with others are quite often a source of regret. And by breaking the cycle, by being attentive, being mindful, accessing that sense of grace and forgiveness for yourself for what you did or what you did not do allows you to move from a cycle of repetition to a completion of the cycle. And it lays it to rest and it allows you with careful thought to come up with conclusions or solutions for future experiences. And from there, you're released from the hold that the negative or regret can have on your state of mind, on your sense of well-being. Any questions? I think that is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And it certainly is something 
one has to listen to not just once, but two, three times in order to get the true depth of what you are saying, because the goal is to let go of this. And yesterday, we also spoke of the underlying reason for regret that potentially shame and guilt comes in. And so we talked about that we will do another session on that in itself, if that's okay with you. Oh, absolutely. Because shame and guilt are two very important experiences that individuals have very common in our life uh, between ourselves and our culture and our relationships. It's uh, unavoidable that we're going to make it through life without knowing some moments of shame or guilt. And they quite often are what feed into like an underground stream. How we address them uh, and how we make use of those experiences to improve our well-being is something I look forward to talking about. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for today. You certainly have given all of us a lot to think about, a lot to catch ourselves at, and also to take a really, really good look at what we are doing when we go back into these things. So thank you for coming aboard and thank all of you for listening and have a wonderful day and do come back, come again and listen to our next episode on this. Thank you.